welcome back to another episode, another Monday. Happy, uh, public holiday. Happy Labor Day. <gasps> oh yeah, happy public holiday. Happy wedding anniversary, oh, Alex. Yes. Oh my gosh, happy wedding anniversary. I was thinking about this actually for a very long time and we need to upload a picture of my face today. Oh, your face. Why? My face, because of my wedding makeup. Because oh. we've talked oh, about it so many times yes. and we've never oh, uploaded God, a yes. photo. Of course. And, and a, another chance to spruik my wedding day, obviously. Yeah, of course. Obviously. I paid thousands looked... of dollars for those photos. <laughs> you did. You looked amazing, so yeah. use Thanks, it. Guys. This is a very good time for us to film the wedding look. Should we ask the people if they want a Oh my IGTV? God, if you're about to say TikTok. If oh, you're about to say, do you want a TikTok? So many t- we'll TikTok it while we do it, because we can. You should, oh my gosh, you should absolutely do an Instagram <gasps> TV of the wedding makeup. Turn me into a bride and I'll put my veil on at the <gasps> end. Stop oh, it. Yes. Oh my gosh, Let look at her. She want. just wants to relive it again. Okay. On that note, everybody, we have a TikTok in case you don't oh my know. God. We're yes. young, we're youthful, we're hipping with it. And it's at allbasescovered.pod, same as our Instagram handle, on the TikToker. On the yeah. TikToker. On the TikToker. Yeah, okay, guys, you just TikTok's you. the best. You just made yourself sound like an old lady by calling it the TikToker. <laughs> what is try. this TikTok? <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's dogs and makeup in one and, and dancing and like funny Australian bogans doing stupid shit. Yeah, and I love. All I've of never those been things. on it. You would love the lip lip syncing videos, Lost. Would I? You'd be great at it. We need to get you in a face mask on there. Yes. I do love a tune. Yeah. I love a karaoke tune. Also, I want us to learn all of the dances. Yeah. don't know if I've got the ability. I don't know if track. we have the ability all the time. Can I start us off with a fun question for this week mm. before we get into beauty news? What is that? I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. Um, so, obviously, in Australia right now, we mm. are being hit with the fear that is coronavirus. Yeah. Supermarkets have sold out of toilet paper and yeah. hand sanitizer. Which is so ridiculous. And what I want to know is... What is the one beauty product you would stockpile if we had to be quarantined for an extended period of time? I'm a bit to lip balm. <laughs> of course it is. There's absolutely no question about it. That's true. Lisa? Ceramid and moisturizer. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's okay. a that's a shout. Al? Hmm. I know I said I've been thinking about it, but I really haven't. Um, I would because I don't have to leave the house, I probably wouldn't worry about a beauty product. Ooh, you just would, said a beauty product. So I mean, no, I mean like a, a makeup product. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it would probably be like a uh, Sunday Riley CC Me. No, Sunday. Sunday Riley? Sunday. Summer Fridays. Summer Fridays. Summer Fridays. CC Me. That's probably what I stopped because yeah. I think my skin would be great if I applied that like five times a day. And had no sun. Yeah. It's true. Can I just <laughs> tell you a story about the Omravitsa lip balm things? We're talking about Omravitsa lip balm. Oh, things you so perfectly yes. segued into your story. Yes. <laughs> so one of the girls at work had a rash on her lip. <laughs> Let me guess what cured it. <laughs> you got it. Anyway, lips. No. <laughs> she had a rash on her lip from the aircon because it's been so cold in our office and she was complaining about it for literally two I weeks and I was like wind chill. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> I think that it like started and she'd been picking it and then it was like a oh. whole situation. Anyway, I was like, Can you please just try my lip balm? And she was like, It's not gonna work. And I was like, just fucking try the lip balm. Mm. Anyway, so she tried it for a couple of days and she's like, This is actually really good. She went and bought it on the weekend, then she came in on Monday and it was completely cute. And she was like, Is it I've just because she had two days off the aircon? No, because she'd been through multiple weekends. Stop trying to okay. move this around and say that it isn't my Omravitsa lip balm. Okay. Anyway, she was like, it is a life-changing lip balm. And I was like, thank you very much. I know this. I'm glad that you can tell everyone else that now too. Well, there you go. Rouser. Story of the week. Life-changing lip balm. I can't believe you didn't know that. Mm. <laughs> All right. We've got some news to get through. Mm-hmm. We have our quote. We've got an epic eyeshadow primer trial. Yes. yes. Showdown. 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 
ding, ding, ding. I'm going to have to find a sound effect. Yeah, you really are going to have to find a sound for it. Then our snack of the week and a product faves of the week. And I think that's it mm-hmm. for this week. Fab, let's get into it. No one even asked me how my week was. Oh, oh how, how was, was your week? week? I got a tooth removed. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get a tooth removed? I had a baby tooth with no adult tooth underneath. So, so were they putting a fake tooth in? Yeah, but you have to go and get the screw put into your jaw. So I got my baby tooth I don't want to ski, but I saw a TikTok of a oh, girl who no. got her tooth replaced. And then she went to a club <laughs> and it glowed with <gasps> UV lights. And it was like her front That's tooth. Fine. Lucky at least it doesn't go to clubs. Yeah. yeah thank God. We'll never thank have to God. worry about that. Got the tooth ripped out. Got a screw put in my jaw. It didn't hurt as much as it sounds like it might. And then now we have to see if the bone takes the screw yeah and apparently my bone's very soft so it has to be i have to be four months without a tooth why do you have such soft bones for because there was no adult tooth in it um, does it feel really weird to be able to stick your tongue through it i haven't like been a... sticking my tongue through it because it's been a little bit tender um, but i've got two stitches like flailing wildly underneath my tongue ow. to catch my tongue when i talk and i have to um, eat on the other side yeah i was gonna say how it's did you go exhausting yeah okay the the pork Belly. The pork belly was tricky. Oh, I just exposed that you weren't pescatarian. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It sounds delicious. I'm, I'm flexitarian, really not pescatarian. It. It's <laughs> fine. Out of the house. Doesn't matter. All right. Did you get the tempura um, broccoli? No. Ooh, I didn't oh, even see so it. So good. Oh, so I'm just airing it out there. I'm temporarily toothless. Please don't judge me. I feel terrible about it. Feel like a pirate? <sighs> Honestly, okay. because it's not your top of your mouth, I think have not even but if I smile I also didn't notice it but it's so far back that even when you smile it could just be a natural like it's like the little bit of a gap yeah it's not it is I'm not not. I didn't even I genuinely didn't even notice turn your head on the side and smile right now you can't see honestly dude you literally can't see (laughs) yeah anyway so thank god it's a podcast and you would have known none of that yeah anyway let's move on you've told them now so they know uh that's the tea on that Kylie sunscreen. What? Tell me a little bit about this because I haven't seen this. I don't follow Kylie. I don't know there anything. There is nothing to tell other than that she was swatching mm-hmm. from a tube a sunscreen product mm-hmm. that was completely clear. Yeah, it looked like a silicone primer. It looked exactly like a silicone primer. Apparently it's it SPF 40. Which in American terms is like an SPF 3. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot at all. I don't know. I'm just a little bit iffy about this because her skincare wasn't great. Like mm. we know it wasn't great. Are you really gonna I, go and put a not great skincare? But it probably it might be and also then make it an SPF and then put the SPF in your face. But oh, I'm a bit, when oh. Caroline Hirons reviewed mm-hmm. the line, she was like, "My number one qualm is the fact that you have such influence over young people and you haven't included an SPF in this line or anything with an SPF in yeah. it." And I do think that from a marketing point of view, to get people in the door with sunscreens, I'm okay with that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna with be that. the fancy face of oil cleansing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go but to fancy face. It's the gateway it's an drug. If. It's like an if it's good. Yeah. If it's a proper SPF. But even I'm still, concerned. I can see people using it and then being like, I need this in my life and then switching to another brand once they get over it and realize it's not that good. I mean, I hope so, but you never know. Ultraviolet needs to start retargeting to their audience. It anyway. does <laughs> seem like a cool texture that I haven't seen in the sunscreen before. Yes. So Super cool. goop have a gel. Do they? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. they do. Oh, well, we should try that one day. Beauty Pie is doing a pop-up store in Harvey Nichols. So for those who don't know what Beauty Pie is... Yes, it's a subscription, uh, members-only subscription luxury beauty 
club, basically. Yeah. So you pay a fee. There's different levels of fees to subscribe to Beauty Pie, which then entitles you to very cheap prices of no, products. Think, yeah, and you get a certain number of products per month depending on what... How much you pay as your like subscriber fee. Correct. And those products are like generic versions of products that are made for other brands. So, for example, there's pretty much a dupe of the Bobbi Brown eyeshadow sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are like, say, I'm going to get this totally wrong, but like six pounds on beauty pie and you pay like 10 pounds a month for a subscription. Yeah. But that product would be maybe what? 20 pounds in the UK. So it still ends up being cheaper, particularly if you buy multiple products. And the good thing about beauty pie, for example, is, is that it's cruelty free. Yeah. So if you love the Bobbi Brown eyeshadow stick like me, but then don't love that they test on animals. You can actually buy the stuff from Beauty Pie and know that it's cruelty-free. It's a good way to shop those market-leading brands like yeah. the Lauders and stuff without the animal testing. Yeah. The whole idea is that people say that the products that they're selling are basically from the same warehouses mm-hmm. where you buy those amazing products from. Yeah. Which so, makes sense because everything is made in the same Correct. Yeah. And a lot of the packaging is very similar to their counterparts as well. Like not yeah. the not the branding on the packaging, but mm. the actual like components. Components, correct. Yeah. Like there's Charlotte Tilbury dupe yeah. looking things. And they talk about how they're like mostly as well their skincare. Yeah. Is like especially for like moisturizers and shit like that where the markup is humongous. That yeah. you can get it way, way cheaper from Beauty Pie. And they the Japanese it. range is very popular. But mm. they're popping up in Harvey Nichols. Why is this huge? Because it's a direct consumer thing, which is why you can save the money. So the fact that they've got stuff in store, I'd go in, I'd swatch everything, pick what you want, and then you've got the stuff that you're ordering online for the next couple of years. Like you already know yeah. that you like them. That's amazing. That is a really good point. I wonder whether they'll do direct to consumer sales through Harvey Nichols or whether it will be a pop up to test and try and then they through the like an iPad system or a POS system sign you up on the spot. Mm. Well, I'm a little, yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work on this because you would assume I'm just conscious how would Harvey Nichols be making money off this? Yeah. Because obviously they're using their space in store which is would they just pay value. Rent? I don't know if they would use it as a concession base and then it would be like a rent type thing, which mm. is what a concession type thing would be. Mm. Um but there has to be a way that they're making money and I don't know how they would do it because if they were actually selling the product in Harvey Nichols, they would be taking a margin on it. But with the margin, they wouldn't be able to have the prices the way that they are. So what if they don't yeah. make physical sales in the store and they make them through their online? Well, then still, how is Harvey Nichols making money off that? Because they're losing space in their store and they're getting nothing out of it. They must be they paying pay a like fuck a, ton of rent. Yeah, a rent fee and maybe also a proportion of the signups on the day or something. Potentially. Or like a cap. They but just I guess like the round other, up the cap yeah, on the it. The other question is though, Harvey Nichols has brands like Bobby Brown mm. who have dupes of this. They're going to essentially be cannibalizing themselves. Yeah. So it has to be a really, it, they have to be under some really good deal. But people also, are, there's going to be people that would rather come into store and grab their Bobby Brown than pay for this online thing and then order it. And you don't have all of the color Without a doubt. Stuff. But if you get someone to move from their Bobby Brown to mm-hmm. Beauty Pie and then they stay there forever, like that's a long yeah, time yeah. customer that you're losing. Yeah. Have you guys heard about the, speaking of subscription-based stuff, the Fenty, the Savage by Fenty, like, scandal with their subscription model that they've got going on? No. Yes. Tell yeah. me more about it, though. Well, I don't really know a lot about it, but basically Rihanna's brand, Savage, which is a lingerie line, um, mm-hmm. when you shop online for their product, there's, like, a regular price and then there's a member's price. And by clicking the member's price, you save money instantly. So it's, yeah. like, create an account, here's you sa- here you save money on, on your purchase. 
But what people haven't really been understanding or realizing, because obviously it hasn't been communicated very well, is that what they're actually doing is signing up to a monthly subscription mm-hmm. that costs them money in order to save money on the lingerie. So, and How apparently, much does it cost and what are you paying I think it's for? like 50 bucks a year or something. So it's not a huge amount. Yeah. But you're paying for discounts on your so lingerie. So unless you're shopping there regularly, you're yeah. not making... Essentially, yeah. yeah. And people were complaining about the fact that apparently to get to opt out of this process a is a nightmare. Like, it's it's huge. You have to basically go through heaps of channels to be like, I want out, I want out, I want out. And it's yeah. not like a one-click unsubscribe. Oh I've done the same thing with Audible once. I, like, couldn't get oh. out of my free trial and I had to call and it was oh like a gosh. whole show and I had to get a refund. It was absolutely There's something else that's like traumatic. that... Um, it's the athletic gear that Kate Hudson does. Yes. That uh, is yes. also like an absolute yes. nightmare to get Someone out of. Someone heard that too. Was it on Shameless Podcast? Was it on Shameless? They referenced that. Oh, are we just taking Shameless's oh, news Oh, Jesus. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it was that just an aside. Anyway, Pillow Talk from Charlotte Tilbury is now in multiple skin tones. I saw an Instagram ad and it had Pillow Talk in medium and I was like, what? So I got Pillow Talk original, Pillow Talk medium and Pillow Talk deep so that you can buy... They're totally different shades. Like the yeah. Pillow Talk yeah. Deep is like, there's no pink, it's brown. Yeah. But I guess it's the equivalent of what Pillow Talk looks Would like. Would be a natural shade on a deeper yes. skin tone. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. And Charlotte Tilbury started at a time where brands were getting more inclusive and she wasn't quite. Mm. And she still, by no means, is because she doesn't do her contour kit and stuff in any of foundations don't go that dark. But this is a great start. I was watching a video by Nima Tang, who is an African-American woman on YouTube. And one of the only African-American women that I watch on YouTube, which is like, it's a very saturated white market. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I like makeup, Shayla. And I also just watch stuff that like I'm going to use. So I actually actively seek her out to, mm. to see stuff on deeper skin tones. Yeah. And she was talking about um, brow pencils and how actually hardly any brow pencils go dark enough to show on her skin tone. The Fenty one. Oh. Is that what she meant? Did she mention the Fenty one? I think so. But she was like, and then she went, went in with the Hourglass 1.5 millimeter pencil in black. Oh, wow. For gel line, just to add some texture. And she was like, don't even get me started on the fact that inclusivity doesn't just cover foundation shades. And I was like, of course. I always think about foundation. I think about, like, contour shades. But yeah. Yeah, you don't brows, think about brows right, or anything like of course. that. Fenty said that when they launched their brow line, it was one of the most important things for them was to be able to find a brow tone that was dark enough, but not just in a black, but in deep enough shades that it shows up on the skin tone of somebody with dark skin. Yes. Because... Using a deep color brow pencil, if your skin is of the similar tone, mm-hmm. you it's not it not only does it make your brows darker, but you can't even see it on, on top of on your skin, skin color. Gosh, I yeah. never thought about that. No, white people problems. Yeah, right? but like well, not not a problem. No, yes. not at all. A um, but yeah, it's so they were saying that they've got a couple of shades in that really deeper end of the spectrum that yeah. work for people with mm-hmm. like very deep skin tones and they were able to include all of those models in their advertising campaign and apparently one of the models who came in and used it was like she laughed when they went to put eyebrow product on her because she was like don't bother it never shows up and it works and she was like this is the first time I've ever been on a shoot and someone's been able to use a brow product that's actually done something for my eyebrows that's oh my great god that just gave me goosebumps it's really great <laughs> but also it's really sad it is, but great, but sad. Yeah. But like, yeah. I guess there's just so many things um, in terms of inclusivity that we don't think about. I know. Oh, for sure. That's why it's important to get focus groups and ask people, 100%. ask your customers. 
For the love of God. 100%. The last bit of beauty news that I want to discuss is something that we've talked about already. But Trend Mood had um, posted some photos of their Drunk Elephant expansion on their range. So there is the Sweet Pity deodorant cream. Have we mentioned all these names? I don't think we have. The Silly Body Lotion, which has ceramide blend and Ooh. marula butter. Yep. Amazing. The packaging's so beautiful. A Camille Cream Body Cleanser. Oh my God. A luxury body wash. I love that. With passion fruit oil and amino acid blend. It's also got the pH on all of these products on the front. Oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. TLC Happy Scalp Scrub. So that's... From their night serum. Yeah, from their exfoliating frambu, frambu, frambu. <laughs> I have no idea how to say it. I'm not going to attempt it. Frambois, framboozy. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I always go fram, framboozy. <laughs> there is the Coco Mino Marula Cream Conditioner and the Coco Mino Glossing Shampoo. And then the Marula Tangle Spray, which is like I the Marula Oil Tangle to Spray. Spritz. I just love the packaging of it. it I know, so the cute. packaging is so nice. Drunkle Elephant always gets their packaging like right on. I wonder how, I imagine the bottles to be very firm. I wonder how it would go with the body cream and the body wash and whether or not you'd be able to squeeze it out very I don't think well. they will be firm. I just have a feeling that they'll probably almost be a little bit more like the not as soft as the jelly cleanser but something oh. that you'd actually be able to Like the packaging for the deep bronzy? Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, look woe. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. This is yeah. my sister who asked this. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Kirsty asked. Is it Kirsty? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What serum should we use after microneedling? So she is talking actual micro needling in salon in salon uh, so like don't they put the products on for you i'd bloody hope so if you're paying that much to get your face needled yeah they do but she means like following oh i know that most of the absorption happens like immediately after but surely when you're yeah. getting the industrial strength shit you're getting a little bit of penetration like the next day yeah i'm not sure about how much penetration you would get the next day i know that when you do it yourself you have about three minutes to mm. get the products on and then it'll absorb real quick wow I, my theory, and I don't know if this is the right theory, my theory is that always use the product that you want to have the most effect. So the highest potency or like your most greatest active. concern. Mm-hmm. So if it's pigmentation, use your vitamin C or your antioxidant serums. If it's hydration, use your hydrating serums. If it's, yeah. if you've got blemishes, use your salicylic I was going to say, yeah. if you're getting your microneedling for like pigmentation or acne versus anti-aging, it's going to be very different. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe it might be niacinamide and salicylic acid if you're acne prone my sister is doing it for evening skin tone and anti-aging so i'd be saying vitamin c definitely i wouldn't be using my strongest strength retinol no yeah so i told her to use luna from sunday riley a very oh, yeah. gentle retinol i would not be using something like the drunk elephant retinol where you're gonna peel oh my god your face i would on. absolutely never put the drunk elephant retinol on if you've been microneedling because it's too strong. Yeah. Vitamin C, also peptides. Yeah. Because they're boosting your they're collagen production. Mm. Yeah. And the whole thing is about boosting collagen. So if you're doing it for the collagen purposes, you want your collagen boosting serums. So peptides and vitamin C. Yeah. Love that. Cool. Very easy Love one. That. Or you can, if you know how to layer serums, layer them. Oh, yes, yes of course. That was easy. I can't believe it. I can't believe you didn't know that powder foundation is different to setting powder. What? I'm so sick of people... I can't believe that people didn't know this, but keep going. I'm so sick of people using MAC Studio Fix Powder 
over the top. Oh, girl, I used to love that. I used to vibe that. I know. And like you can. Strong 18 year old Alex. But we know strong 18 year old Alex had some issues Mm. with her makeup. How do you? It was true. It was true. (laughs) Powder foundation is what you're made to wear as a product, it is a foundation. So, powder foundation you would wear alone. Unless you want super max coverage, and there's no wrong way to do it, but it's just not the same product as a setting powder. Mm-hmm. So you'd buff on your powder, you'd put your bronzer and whatnot over the top, and you're done, right? Yeah. Setting powder would give you very little coverage. It would be like a no makeup makeup if you were to dust alone, or it's going to set something else which might have a little bit of color, Yeah. or you can take it for touch-ups. Yeah. A setting powder that I like with a tiny bit of coverage would be the Charlotte Tilbury Airbrush Flawless Powder. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know that. if it's called that. But yeah. it comes in like, generally speaking, they'll come in less shades than a foundation powder. They also come in a flatter compact. So usually yes. your foundation powder is a greater yeah. volume. So it's like a thicker compact with yeah. usually a sponge. Yeah, because you're used to, you're supposed to use more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a setting powder is normally, you'll swirl in the compact and not much will come out on your brush and yeah. you won't see too much. And it's not supposed to have too much coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Setting powders will also come in translucent yeah. options. What's your favorite? Hourglass. Hourglass. Yeah. The veil or um, no the luminous light. luminous light. Me I too. think Charlotte the Charlotte Tilbury one's my favorite setting powder. Really? I also really love the. I still have since a very long time ago when I finished Mecca, so many years ago now, the YSL loose finishing powder, mm. and it's beautiful. And I'm almost out of it now. I used Probably still use it every single day, and I'm almost out of it now, but I will switch to Hourglass next, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. If you're wondering why your dewy foundation is going matte and cakey, it's because you're probably using a foundation powder over the top of it, which is meant to be matte and full coverage over the top of a foundation. Also, don't bake with a foundation powder. Don't. Don't do it. It needs to be able to dust it away. It's true. And as an aside, my beef with people is... Them saying that they want a glowy foundation, people giving them a glowy foundation, and then them setting it with a powder and then being like, I don't like that foundation because of A, the color, or B, yeah. the finish, or C, because it's cakey. Yeah. You're, if you're using a powder foundation on top of your foundation underneath, you you're basically rendering it yeah. like irrelevant yeah. because no. none of that's going to show through. Whereas if you're just using a setting yeah. powder, some of the glow or matte or color or whatever should shine through. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You can't guarantee the finish of your foundation with a foundation powder on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You also can't guarantee that the foundation powder will a mattify you or B keep you matte. Cause some foundation powders have different, like they're still a powder, mm-hmm. but they have different consistencies and because they do have more pigment in them, they've got more, wetness to yeah. them. Yeah. They stick Always. to the skin more. So therefore you're more likely to get, if you're doing it for coverage and longevity, a foundation powder won't give you the longevity that a setting powder would give you. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying? And I find that they cling to places a lot more because they're yeah. 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 One last thing on this topic because it was going to be short and now it's long. <laughs> Classic. There's this weird phenomenon of people being like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll take that foundation shade. I can always make it darker with powder anyway. Oh, yeah, no. What is that saying? Who bred this lie that you should match your foundation to your face and then match your powder darker so that you can just slap big Mac- sponge-sized blotches of a darker powder? Mac used to say it. Why? No. Why would you... 
Your, why would your powder not match the same shade as your foundation? In what world? So that then when you go to touch up later, just around your nose, chin, Sorry. and T-zone She's is darker. <laughs> why would you do that? Why yes. would you do it that? It means that you have to cover your entire face with your perfectly with powder and down your neck it's to like make it darker. It's like what people used to do with bronzer when they used to warm up their foundation by putting a bronzer all over and then it's like... I know. Oh. And I hate that and I yell at people for that, but I'd still rather a bronzer yeah. all over my face. I would also than rather a bronzer. Darker, I don't get it. Buy your foundation and your powder in the same colour. Don't fuck it up. Or buy two different shades of foundation if you have to. Don't go using your powder to tweak it. I'm talking to you, Shan XO. Oh, here we go. I love her, but who also uses Mac Studio Fix to set her foundation and in a darker tone than her actual foundation is. So she's doing all the things wrong that I hate. All the things wrong. You can use something like a Terry CC Lumi or a bronzy to warm up your foundation though. If you want Mixing to. it yes. in. Do you Any can. kind of liquid bronzer or just normal bronzer. People. Do you think, do you find that sometimes applying a powder foundation will in fact sometimes oxidize a liquid foundation as well? I have absolutely never in my entire life put a powder foundation on my face. So you don't know? Um, no, I'm I, too dry. I'm too dry yeah, for that. I would say that sometimes really setting any liquid foundation yeah. can make it appear darker because That's it's true. changing the finish. It bounces off less light. It therefore looks darker and sometimes changes the formula so that it does actually set darker. Mm, true, true, true. Yeah. All, All right. Or valid. Let's move I on can't believe that. you didn't know that, everybody. I can't, I can't believe, believe you didn't know that. that. Don't do it because Lisa will judge you. I will. Yeah. Do you want to be judged by that tone? I don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh my god, our eyeshadow primers. Finally. Loz, you're going to have to take us through this because you went out on a purchasing expedition. I did. Because we have not been able to find any eyeshadow primers which do not crease on our eyes. Mm-hmm. Where so, are all of these cruelty-free, can I ask? I have absolutely no idea. Great, okay. We can potentially Google in the future. Yeah, because two of them um, are Asian brands mm-hmm. that we got from Amazon, yep. essentially. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about all of the conden- contenders. Yep. Yes. We started with the Urban Decay. Primer potion. Anti-aging primer potion. Which me and Loz were like, look, not great. We experienced some significant fading, but not not necessarily a lot of creasing. Yeah. Alex despised it. Absolutely livid. Yeah. I hated everything about it. Livid. The other one that we tried is the NARS tinted smudge proof eyeshadow base. And we also tried And then we tried a brand called Ruby Kisses. Mm -hmm. And the product is the 24 hour eyeshadow magic primer. So when I say that I went and searched for these products, I found the ones that were the most highly reviewed and also the top brands in Asia who did eyeshadow primers because 
my thought behind it was most of them have hooded eyes and, and oily lids. Oily lids. If you have hooded eyes and oily lids, you need a really good eyeshadow primer. And I thought surely that would work for us mm-hmm. as well. Anyway, <laughs> I like your thinking. It was sound. Mm. I thought about this good a lot logic. and I researched these a lot. Yeah. Anyway, which for a time poor woman. I know. I says a lot. You probably lost sleep or work over that. <laughs> Sorry to both. Someone's like the contract didn't didn't happen. Loz is like, oh, that was the primer week. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, the next one is, and I don't know if I'm saying this right. Etude House, and yeah. it is the Proof Ten Eye Primer. This one has so many reviews online. Like people this is are the going pink nuts pot with for the blue it. lid. Beige. It's like all bases covered pink almost. Almost. A little bit more beige. Mm. Yes, with a blue lid. And then the other one's hot pink. It looks a little bit like the old, very old school primer potion from yeah. Over the Counter. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it looks yeah. a bit like a rip off. And then, as you said, the last contender was the NARS eyeshadow primer tinted. Okay. Can we, we start use... with the medium tint? Can we start with the NARS? Okay. Alex, start. Here we go. I really didn't like it. I tried it every way. You said to me, set it with powder and then apply your eyeshadow. Yeah. I tried it. It didn't work. I had multiple people tell me my eyeshadow looked atrocious. Oh no. There was one. That was the episode. Oh, that was me. (laughs) One of my friends was like, there was this episode and Lisa, I don't know who was, but they said something really mean to the other one. And why would you do that? And I was like, that was Lisa. Because she's about her eyeshadow. I got in the car one night with this eyeshadow primer on and looked at myself in my car like flipped down mirror and I was like oh my god it was so bad I think I had to go to the supermarket or something and I was like I cannot be seen like this and I had to erase my eyelid with my finger in the car to remove it it was that bad next level okay Lisa I've been using it the last two weeks it isn't as bad as I thought Mm. but it's not good. <laughs> I still get creasing. I still get smudging. It's probably better than... Oh, it's like on par with the Urban Decay, I, just found I would the say. The depth of the creasing that I was getting was like... I didn't realise I had quite so many layers between my eyeshadow and my skin until yeah. I put that primer so on. When, I, when you looked down and I attacked yeah. you for the eyeshadow, because I knew that we were trialling the eyeshadow primers, by the way, for people that think I'm mean, <laughs> I am. But I knew that, like, you know, yeah. we were in this together. It looked like it had all bunched yeah. and, like, got all patchy. Yeah. That didn't happen with me. It just didn't last a full day by any means. And you could it have starts to, like, m- yeah, it starts to, like, migrate all up towards my eyebrow. And I get this, like, greasy, smudgy, Weird. starts to dissolve my mascara mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I didn't, however, massively notice that I had issues with blending on myself when I did it. But I used it on other people. And I noticed that if I'm doing a really intricate blend, like on a client, it's a bit hard. It's a bit hard. Mm. So the NARS one really worked for me, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted you guys to try it. So you were badly. really passionate about it. Yeah. Because Lauren was trying it for weeks before we embarked on the eyeshadow primer trial yeah. and was like, guys, I found it. It'll change your yeah, lives. And she wouldn't it. tell us what it was until we all tried it. I'm really so- upset that it hasn't worked for you. And I'm like, it's just so strange that it's worked really well for me. And it hasn't worked for you. Yeah, because we normally have the same standards with the eyeshadow primer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because all of our eyes are really terrible. Mm. But for some really reason, bad. it's been working for me. I've never felt worse about my eyelids than over the last month. Oh my oh, gosh. Same. And this is like our future. Because the... It's only going to get worse from here. I know. <laughs> okay, right. well, I think that I found one that potentially could work for me. But we'll see. Okay, next. 
The next one, shall we do Ruby Kisses? Ruby Kisses, hot pink Primal Potion vibes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who wants to start? I think this was my my winner of the three. <gasps> I am shocked. This one was really bad for me. This one was horrendous for me. <laughs> it wasn't. Maybe because did you try it last? Did it dry out a little no, bit? No, I, no, I got it. it I tried it last, and it's horrible. Yeah, I really hated I it. I thought Sorry, that Ruby this kisses. was maybe on par with. They're listening. Need <laughs> to make sure you apologize. I felt like this was on par. <laughs> With my old Nas one, which is still my winner, but my old Nas one's definitely off now, so it's like not doing its job. And I felt like mm. this fresh was like my moldy off original Nas. Well, I felt like I was getting a couple of hours out of it. It wasn't creasing too badly. It was fading, but it wasn't creasing. And do I was, you want it? Because I don't. <laughs> I'll take it because I'll give it. I'll give a follow up on whether yeah. it was doing well. Good you idea. can literally have it because I don't want to put this shit on my eyes ever again. <laughs> like, that is how bad it was for me. Why did you hate it so much? It literally creased within maybe an hour, yeah. I reckon. And, like, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like the Urban Decay that it would crease and you could blend it in with your mm -hmm. fingers. Like, it was disintegrating and it was yeah. gone and it just looked horrendous. This is the second one that I tried, so I do feel like I'm pulling my, my hatred for the NARS into this. Mm. I actually do think upon reflection I hated this more than the NARS. I'm sure you did. I'm sure I did. This was this and the NARS because I cannot remember are my equal least favourites. <laughs> okay. Mm. Because I feel like, yeah, to me they're sort of on par with each oh. other. I think the NARS minus is a point because it's like, you used to be good, how very dare you. I'm disappointed in you, but you're still not doing bad. This is like, I thought you were going to be shit, so I, I'm almost adding a point, but you weren't as bad as I thought you'd be, so they kind of level out. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I see what you're saying. No! <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're adding a point because you thought it was going to be shit, but it still yeah. isn't good, so it's deserves, still shit. No, Nas deserves like minus five for being like, you were the best, why the fuck did you change? Yeah. How do we feel about a Etude House? That was my favourite. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> It was it's my favourite so, because they all sucked. Yeah, but it's like, so silicony. It's really silicony. I felt like I couldn't even get it like off the wand and onto my eyes. I don't know if by the time I got it, it was dry. I felt like I was <laughs> blending nothing onto my eyelids. It was dissolving very quickly. I found with that one, less is more. So I was like, because it was very liquidy. It just like right. It like splits in your hands. Mm. The formula like it's like liquid and silicon. I did find that it separated my eye, yes. my eyelid um, concealer I? slash foundation uh, that was already there. So oh, when okay. I like I put don't it on top, see, I do, and there's probably why we do have different opinions to a degree. Yeah. yeah. But my was when I put that Etude House one on, it would erase my colour on my yeah. eyelid, which was so slippery. Slippity doodah. Yeah. Slippity doodah. Just to clarify, day. we all do three different methods of prep. So yeah. all very greasy, yeah. deep set deep set or like foldy eyelids. So we've all got that going against us. <laughs> Alex does like a foundation and then a powder and then her eyeshadow. Yeah. Loz does a skin tone powder over the uh, eyeshadow and sets and then go. I do neither. I go straight in with product. I never set. Yeah. So all three of us do a different method. Which we may do. be why. You're very right. Why we're getting this wild variety. Topsy-turvy yeah. situation. Well, so. Etitude. Et etitude? Etitude. It wasn't my favourite. Mm. Obviously, Nas is my favourite. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't the worst. It was <gasps> mid. It yeah. was mid-tier for me I out understand. of the three. I still don't really want to use it again. Nah, I'd use... Uh, 
You know what I found with all of these was that once I'd tried them enough times that I was like, I fucking hate this and I want it to burn in the pits mm. of hell. Yeah. Every single time I went back to my Nars Pro Prime, mm. the original. Because I was like, at least I know the quality of the shitness that I'm going to have by the end of the day here. These were all loose cannons. So, just <laughs> very frustrating. Just to me. clarify, let's break this down. Alex's tier was a Tude House, <laughs> Nars Tinted Primer, then Ruby Kisses. Yeah. Loz's is Nars Tinted Primer, a Tude House, then Ruby Kisses. Mine was Ruby Kisses. <laughs> You're fucked. Nars Tinted Primer, and, and then, then a Tude House. So we house. literally so all had no, no, no similarity. We need to try again with another eyeshadow primer. There is one coming out in the next few months that we think could potentially be yes. a winner. Oh. Which we can't talk about. Mm. Has it not been announced on like trend mood or something i don't think so ah so sad okay it hasn't we'll try it what happens so far we haven't found a new holy grail which is so i'm still gonna try and find another one because i'm almost out of my nas pro prime so i'm gonna splash on something and I don't know what yet. So don't if you've do got the a recommendation, don't do the Fenty because I've tried it. Don't do the Smashbox because I've tried it. Don't, don't do the Morphe because I've tried it. Don't do the um, <laughs> By Terry Hyaluronic because Neve tried it and Neve hated it. I've also tried it, didn't like it. And we definitely won't be doing Mac Painterly Paint Pot. They do not work. But have you tried Mac Painterly Paint Pot? <laughs> what oh about Soft God. Ochre? <laughs> It's Get not marked. fucking cruelty free either. If one person turns around to me again and says, I will be able to use a MAC paint pot on you and I swear it will not crease on you, I will hit them in the face. With a paint pot because they're paint. glass. Yeah. 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 Take Clock them over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move in to... <laughs> Moving along. Our product favourite. Dang. These products are so good. I have two and I also have an anti-favorite. So can I start and I'll smash them all out? Because I'm trying to think about what I'm going to do. So my anti-favorite is the Isle of Paradise (gasps) Tanning Drops in the medium green shade. What? Why? So I used them on my face this week because I had a wedding this weekend. I wanted to look brown in the face Mm -hmm. and not my usual ghostly self with my brown neck. So I took them with me away. And I use them for two days in a row. Yeah. The first day, beautiful. Soft glow. Fantastic. I wish you could see her face when she was saying this. The second day, I thought, oh, your eyebrows are a little orange this morning, Alex. It's clung clung a little bit. Yeah. And it was not the end of the world. I was able to cover it with enough foundation that I Mm -hmm. went on my merry way. Tuesday rolled around. No, Monday rolled around. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was at work and I'd noticed that my face had started to get a little dry and textury. And I think that what was happening here is that my serums and stuff weren't penetrating quite through my skin as they would normally because I had sort of a layer of fake tan there. Mm. By the end of the day, I had, I shit you not, <laughs> a fake tan mustache. <laughs> Can someone please tell me your photos of this? Please tell me you took photos of this. Did not take a photo. It didn't happen unless but you took a photo. Four o'clock. I could I could get a witness statement. Stat <laughs> deck. At four o'clock, I had a video call with someone from our agency. He was a boy. Not that it matters, but I turned on. I didn't look at myself beforehand. I'm oh sitting gosh. in a room with my laptop in front of me. The Zoom comes on, and I look at myself. And it's like I have a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a 
circle with your hands behind my mustache and go my, my head is a certain life so that I couldn't see it. So oh, therefore, my, my anti-favourite of the week is the Isle of Paradise fake tanning drops in the shade medium. I've never had such a horrible experience oh in my, my God. life. And I will be repurchasing the James Reed or the Tan Lux. Yeah, good on you, because now my fucking drops are all taken back. Because <laughs> <laughs> you use it, don't you? Yes. Well, I've also used it back. I use it twice only. I only use them twice. Classic also, Alex. They made Classic my hands Alex. really orange. Did you did wash you your hands after? I did. Wash no, your hands, you filthy animal. I don't believe you. I did wash my hands. Hashtag coronavirus. I use them as well, and I've never had any issues oh, with them. Clings a little to my dry nose. I prefer the spritz for my face, but hey ho. Guys. I haven't had that. Do I have to say it again? Ask ya. Yeah, yeah. Tanning sorry. Yeah, Oscar, I'm getting it. I'm what buying it. Is oh, sorry, my favourite. <laughs> my favourite of the week is the Hourglass Vanish Stick Foundation in the shade Cream. It's the, probably the fairest colour that they do. Can anyone vouch for that? It's not the fairest. Really? Yes. Because it, I've looked like a ghost all week. It's not the fairest. But it's what I've been using. I love the Vanish Stick Foundation. I don't have a foundation that's fair enough for me, and that one is absolutely fantastic when I have not a spot of fake tan on. Mm. And I've also been trying the e.l.f. Camo Concealer. And wow, random. I know, because everybody on YouTubes, on the YouTubes in America, really like it, and it was pretty cheap on Amazon, so I thought, I'll give it a go. It's like Tarte Shape Tape, and I know that people have said that, but it really is very similar to Tarte Shape Tape. And I like it, and it's not quite as thick and cakey as a Shape Tape, but it's still got that coverage, and it's nice. It's got no dewiness whatsoever, it's quite matte. Oh, mm-hmm. Not my jam. No, but I like it. So that's my favourites of the week. My favourite of the week is the Bobbi Brown... Longwear liquid liner in golden bronze sparkle. It's beautiful. It's almost going to be my wedding eyeliner. Yeah, it was. It is a dippy stick. Do people know what I mean when I say that? Because this is what I refer to as a dippy stick. There's definitely no other way to no, describe it. No, it is a dippy stick. It's almost like those old school, nor the lipstick, lip diggers, dip, <laughs> lip diggers. Whiz fish? No. You With used the to foot? suck on the stick and dip it in the stick. Oh, I know exactly what Isn't you're that talking a about. Fizz? No. No. Dipsticks. Were they called dipsticks? I don't know. Um, I think they might be. Someone tell me what they were called. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it is a really pretty brown with a little bit of a metallic sparkle, but it's not glittery. It's more shimmery. I thought for many, 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 many years that I hated winged eyeliner on myself. False. I just hate black eyeliner on myself because it just does nothing for my complexion. Mm. I've been doing cute, fine, very little baby wings with this, and I've been loving it. And it's just the best. And I started off my winged eyeliner career with like a prestige brand from like Priceline, mm. Black Dippy Pot. Mm. And so I was always like really good at it. And I back. actually do like a dippy sometimes better than a felt tip. It's like riding a bike. But I like a dippy with a firm brush. Mm. I don't like a dippy with like a wobbly hair, wobbly, wobbly hair brush. brush. Yeah. And is this a firm brush? This is firm. I find it quite Spongy. easy to use. I didn't even know yeah. that this existed. It's beautiful. Alex Desi Perkins really likes it. Yes. I don't the like only I thing about it that I find is when you do a thicker liner with it, which you probably don't have the issue mm-hmm. with, when I do my normal sized wing liner, sometimes because of the shimmers in it, um, you get almost like a patch that it catches the light differently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. it can look like you're missing, Aww. like you've got a hole sort yes. of, so you have to go back over I it felt... to get more colour through it. Yep. Yeah. My uh, only complaint, but it's yes. very easy to fix. And I did cry off one corner, which never happens to me, oh. but that might be because I never wear Or eyeliner. because the shimmer very marginally irritates 
your eyes. I don't Who know. Knows? Don't care. Worth it. Love it. It was just giving me a little snatch to my eye in a very subtle way. Nice. Love. Nice. What are all this? Is this also favorites? Empties. It's empties, but okay. we might push it to next week. All right. Yeah. We are running out of time. Um, well, I've tossed up a lot over what my product of the week is going to be. Largely because you didn't consider it until 35 seconds ago. No, actually, I thought about it this morning as well, and I was trying to think about what I was going to do when I started trying something a couple of days ago, and I was like, is this going to be my product of the week? But I'm not sure that I'm there yet, so okay. I'm not going to do it. So instead, the one that I'm going to do is going to be combined with an empties and also product of the week. Mm, and it's well the same so. thing, but it's in two different shades. It ticks all the boxes. It ticks all the boxes. Oh, you see it. me. No. Okay. Although that is always my product of the week. I know. I love it so much. Um, it is the It Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye Concealer. Oh. One of them in light and the other one in medium. Mm-hmm. So I have two of them because when I fake tan, I go quite a bit darker. So I will mix them together to get the right shade. But also in the last couple of weeks, um, which you've heard me speak about before, I've been having massive issues with my skin because of stress. I'm like breaking out like there's no tomorrow. I look like a teenager. Anyway, the medium one has been amazing at covering my pimples, Mm. even though it should technically only be used for underneath the eyes. It's a really nice consistency and it stays really long. It isn't caking. It's beautiful and I like it way better than any other actual blemish concealer that I've used on my face. I used that today to cover my acne and it covered, and I had scarring and it covered both really well. Did you? Yeah. So I've got the medium beige shade, which is also too pink to cover blemishes, but because my blemishes Mm. are like purpley versus like true red, it works to have that pinky undertone. And I very nearly was like, oh my God, is this another product of the week for a different purpose? Because my concealer was just sliding off my blemishes, but that it stayed on. It stays so well. Mm -hmm. There you go. It's really, really good. So I went to Sephora on Monday to try and get more of it Mm -hmm. because I'm almost out of literally both of them. And they're like sold out. Oh no. They're sold out on a door in the shades that I want as well. Because um, the so, shades you have don't exist anymore, do they? Like well, they've been renamed. So they've been renamed, but it's pretty much light neutral, so light N10, uh, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's just literally just medium. Okay. Like, so they still exist, but they just have warmer ones and then they have cooler ones yeah. and whatever. But mm-hmm. I was just like, I just want the neutrals in, in both of them. Yeah. But I literally can't get them anywhere. So at the moment, I'm about to start cutting yeah. stuff. Yeah. There'll open. be so much in there. You, there will be, be so fine. much in there. Hopefully. A little goes such a long way with it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. like so, so good. And I'm so happy that I've discovered this. Like I'm not going to try anything else now to cover my spots because it covers it so well and it doesn't get dry and cakey because it's yeah. made for the creepy under eyes that I have as well. Creepy, not creepy. You are creepy a creep though. Creepy Just took it to my veins. My snack of the week is salt miniature chips because I've had a stressful week and I've had many weeks off salt miniature chips at this point. Many mm, weeks. You have, you have, you have. Been really good. And about halfway through last week, I said to myself, I'm so stressed, I just need a bag of salt vinegar chips, and then I ate a whole bag of salt vinegar chips in 10 minutes. So my binging tendencies are back, which is fun. (laughs) My binging tendencies are also back as well. What was it? It's just an issue with my rebranding. A glitch in the rebrand. It's a glitch in the rebrand. Love that. Um, I went out to dinner last night, and then I came home, and I was like, I really want chocolate. And then I just happened to have bought some mini Easter eggs so that we could have them tonight, and I ate them. (laughs) What? Which ones? The Maltesers. The yeah. Malteser mini eggs. Were they good? They were good, but I genuinely was like... It was the shame. <laughs> it was not it? worth it. Well, let's talk about mine, because I'm not disappointed about mine, and I didn't binge eat them, you psychos. <laughs> <laughs> For once in your life. For once in my life. I was going to say, I had... did not binge eat this food. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is that? I'll let you off because you sang. Thank you. Uh, this is Rogue for me because I'm about to say a lolly favourite. This is Rogue for you. Yep. It's the only lollies that I really like. What is it? The Extreme brand with an X Sour Straps. Oh, These ones? I know them. What, what flavour? I've been eating the strawberry, but I'm also partial to blue. That is really random Yum. for you. And they're going to look so cute on the flat leg. I figured. <gasps> I they're the best. Exactly for that. Brenton bought them. Brenton's a sour lolly dude. I love sour lollies. Yeah. He bought them and they're the best. Yeah. They're so good. They're, they're almost so not sour enough for me. Yeah. They're yeah. so smashable. They yeah. are smashable. I'm... I'm partial to a lolly. If I'm gonna eat a sour lolly, I want it to. I want my face you to want, go you concave. Want to like a warhead. Yeah, yeah. Do but you want the be... warheads are too much because it, it skins the roof of my mouth. Do you want to be that. Homer when he steals the yes, gummy tomato? Yes, yes, is yes. That yes. <laughs> that is what I want. Yeah. Insert. Boom. Gummy tomato. No, Demilo. Demilo. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say tomato? Yeah, Danny Demilo. <laughs> Could you? Oh my god. You could actually just have a gummy baby and call it Danny DeVito. <laughs> Will you two stop saying gummy so much? Oh my god, I think that's a perfect time to wrap things up. It is. Yeah. We will see you next week. Hope you've enjoyed your public holiday, or you might be listening to this on a Tuesday. You or maybe you're in another state and you don't have a public oh, holiday. Yeah, or another country. Oh yeah. Where so they call also? bank holidays. <laughs> also, what? It would be <laughs> Sunday in another country, question mark? Or is it Tuesday? Yeah, no, it'd be Sunday. No, it would be Sunday if you're listening in like the UK. If you listen as soon as it drops, then. Yeah. Which we hope you probably all middle do. of the night on a Sunday. Yeah, literally. Unusual. Anyway, thanks, thanks for listening. listening. Please follow us on TikTok. Please oh follow my us God. on Instagram. Oh my God. We can change it up. <laughs> We're at allbasescovered.pod on both of those platforms. Also, please go and review us. Share us in your stories. Yeah, so we can repost. And tell yep. a friend. And then message us and be like, hey, I told my friend. Wendy. Wendy about you. And then Wendy can message us and be like, hey, my friend Lauren told me about you. And then we'll be like, yes, Wendy and Lauren. Yes. Fun fact, (laughs) Wendy is my character of choice on Nintendo Mario Kart. Wendy's my go-to name. Is it? I like the name. I've never used Wendy. Okay, we are going so off topic. See you later, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.